Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020. I was uh, deeply saddened and heartbroken over the sudden passing of my friend John, Father John Walsh, who passed away suddenly yesterday morning. Father John was universally beloved in Montreal and far, far beyond. John and I worked together on countless projects, initiatives, events. I checked my files. We had traded over 600 emails with each other just in the last few years. And that's in addition to countless phone calls, meetings. And first, for me, he was a friend, a great friend. And he did things that your best friend would do for you. And I know he did this for thousands and thousands of people. But just to share my experience, this past March, at the very beginning of all this craziness, he sent me an email. Dear Michael, greetings. Hope you are well and taking care of yourself. I am self-quarantining to lower the curve. Do take care. Be well. Just so like John to check in with his friends and to make sure that people are okay. <clears throat> Whenever something significant happened in the Jewish world, positive or negative, John always reached out to me and to others to express his feelings. This past May, there was uh, an, a very unpleasant incident of anti-Semitism at a synagogue in Cote St. Luke. And he sent me the following message. He said, The desecration of the synagogue in Cote St. Luke draws the attention of the world to the fore for a 10-second bite on the newscast. Not again, then soon forgotten. Never again, and we move on. But please know that the sorrow of such an anti-Semitic event in your community is suffering felt by many who always remain in solidarity with the Jewish community. May our solidarity be a symbol of hope. And I responded to him with words that I truly felt then and feel now. I said, Dear John, thank you so much for your message. You are a walking, talking restorer of faith in mankind. May God bless you always. And that's exactly who he was. Without sacrificing his own deep, genuine faith, 
he had a remarkable connection to Jews, to Judaism, to Israel. He had lived in Israel. He spoke Hebrew fluently. Typical of his approach to life. A couple of years ago, he sent me a message. Dear Michael, good morning. Hope you're on Hope you're well. Spring is on its way. Baruch Hashem. That was John. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to share with John directly what he meant to me and what he meant to our community. A couple of years ago, John was awarded the Order of Canada and I had the occasion to write to him, Dear John, congratulations on being awarded the Order of Canada. It is a very high honor that seeks to define through its choice of recipients what are our most prized Canadian values. By awarding this honor to you, Canada demonstrates its priorities of faith, compassion, and service. These are the qualities you exemplify. And Canada is to be praised for choosing you and your qualities to hold up to the world as what we cherish. Honoring John does not only reflect on John, it reflects on us. John was a prolific writer and speaker. Here is one passage that he wrote a couple of years ago that moved me deeply, and it's something that I have always tried to live up to. Father John wrote, Compassion asks us to go where it hurts, to enter into places of pain, to share in brokenness, fear, confusion, and anguish. Compassion challenges us to cry out with those in misery, to mourn with those who are lonely, to weep with those who are in tears. Compassion requires us to be weak with the weak, vulnerable with the vulnerable, and powerless with the powerless. Compassion means full immersion in the condition of being human. And that compassion is the area in which John excelled. Finally, I'd like to share with you something that has been a great honor, will remain a great honor in my career. In the spring of 2016, John celebrated the 50th anniversary of his ordination as a priest. And there were a number of celebrations, including a very major celebration that took place at his church, St. John Brebeuf in La Salle. And I was honored to be one of the speakers among many, many speakers to pay tribute to John. 
And I am so glad today that I was able to share my feelings about John so that he could hear them and not just in this format after his untimely passing. But I'd like to share with you very briefly the message that I shared with him and thousands of others who were present at this event in 2016. So it was the 50th anniversary of his ordination. <coughs> and I spoke from our shared heritage and tradition about the first ordination ceremony, the first time a human being was chosen by God to be a spiritual leader. And it is a message that occurs in the Torah relating to Moshe, but it applies not only to rabbis. This message applies to priests, imams. It applies to any spiritual leader. And it's a lesson that John lived every day of his life. It is the way in which he has been a mentor and an inspiration to me and to so many others in our shared work. So that first ordination, God selected Moshe to lead the children of Israel and that took place in the desert at the burning bush. And the Torah says as follows, And God called out to Moshe from the burning bush. Vayomer Moshe, Moshe, God said, Moshe, Moshe, Vayomer Hineni. And Moshe said, Here I am. I'm ready. And the first lesson of that verse is that you've got to be ready when God calls. And then God says to Moshe, Vayomer, God says to Moshe, Shal no lecha me'ala Remove the shoes from your feet. I learned this from another one of my teachers, Rabbi Saul Berman. If you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be a visionary in any faith or in any culture, you must remove your shoes and feel every pebble, every stone as you walk. You must feel every pain, every burden, every setback of every individual you want to lead. Because only when you feel that, only then, can you be a leader? And that is what John did for over 50 years. And so many of us tried to emulate the way in which John felt every tear, every challenge, every emptiness of 
every individual he touched. And he translated that into his vision and mission. He fulfilled throughout his life the words of Martin Luther King that the goal of his ministry was to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. But here's the unique thing about John. He did it with love. That is perhaps the most remarkable aspect of his work. Many people can scream and rage and whine and complain and criticize. And on occasion, there may be a place for some of that. <clears throat> but very few can respond effectively with love, with gentleness. When I spoke in 2016, I concluded with the following. It was true then, it's true now, it has been true for many, many years. I told everyone there, there is a secret among the rabbis in Montreal. And that is that Father John Walsh is much more popular in the Jewish community than any of us. On behalf of every member of the Jewish community of Montreal, we are grateful to you, John for your friendship and for your brotherhood, for creating space for us to stand together, for me personally to be able to stand together with you, John. You created that space. John Walsh has done more to bring the disparate communities of our area together more than any other individual I have had the privilege to know. We Jews have a long memory and we will never forget the love and friendship of Father John Walsh a tzaddik in our time. May his memory be a blessing. My friends, I wish you a great day. Take some time to remember and review the life of this great man and try to incorporate it into your life as I try to incorporate into mine. Have a wonderful day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.